Hey everyone, I'm Stefan. This is Graham. Hello. This is Travis. What's up? And we're three different ones. A few years ago, we compiled a big list of albums we think are interesting, and now we talk about them. Uh, today we're going back a couple of decades to check out <clears throat> Drums and Wires, the third album by the British band XTC. Uh, we're going to go through each song and the listing, give our overall scores for it at the end. Uh, we, we do this for fun, and these are strictly our individual opinions. We are not, nor do we claim to be experts, so, uh, you know, don't give us any shit. Uh, Graham. Graham's an expert on this one. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes he is. This was his <laughs> idea. This was his idea. I had, my experience with XTC amounted to all of one song, and I didn't even know who had written it. I, I just, I'd heard it before I... I don't even remember where, but I, I know the, the artwork uh, from this album, Drums and Wires, which is that, uh, just that, I guess, like a modern art sketch of a, of a face, I guess you'd call that. Uh, it, it's a real, it's a real bizarre design. Uh, this is it's kind of a, kind of a strange band, strange album, certainly. Uh, Grammar, are you a fan of XTC? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've been into them for, I don't know, since, since like late high school, I guess, um, really dug into them. I I had heard some singles, um, enjoyed them, but didn't really realize that they had like such a rich, you know, catalog of music. Like it's, it's worth checking out. Most of what they recorded, in my opinion, um, is this your uh, just your favorite album by them? Actually, no. It's one that I kind of slept on for a while. Um, the next two, Black Sea and English Settlement, are probably the ones that I got into the most. I think English Settlement is my favorite, but this one's kind of a dark horse. Um, it's uh, it's kind of when they started to, I guess, come into their own. Like they got, they added their lead guitar player, um, Dave Gregory. I was drawing a blank on his name. That's but they, cool. They added a lead guitar player. Now that's not to say that um, Andy Partridge, he plays um, some guitar lead too. Mm. They, they have very different style. Where Andy's kind of like a kind of self-taught unconventional but also very melodic uh talented dave gregory is almost like uh <clears throat> like a guy who could play like fast like jazz licks and stuff and you you can tell the difference once you've mm-hmm. once you've figured that out but uh anyway i won't ramble what uh what is your knowledge of xtc travis um, I've heard the name plenty of times, uh, always in a positive spin. Um, I'm not all that familiar with their music. I've maybe heard two songs, three songs that I recognize just right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> this place that I used to get my hair cut at as a kid, I remember they had this Drums and Wires album art as a poster in there. It's kind of funny because I think I was like five, so <laughs> it really st- <laughs> it really stood out to me though. 
like when you said you wanted to do this album and I pull it up, I was like, I've seen this picture before and I couldn't put my finger on where, but <laughs> oddly enough, uh, that is my tie in to ecstasy. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Did they have other albums? Not that I remember. I just specifically remember like this guy's face, like this exact <laughs> setup, <clears throat> which is funny because this album was what from 79. Yep. And this would have been in the 90s, so I imagine a lot of the stuff in there was probably late 80s, early 90s artwork. But I feel like this style of artwork was very popular, late 80s, early 90s. So with that being said, I'd say these guys were pretty cutting edge. I mean, it, it surprised me to learn that this album was from 79 upon listening to it. Yeah, it sounds ahead of its time. Extremely, like a good i'd say five plus years right yeah, yeah it, it, this sounds kind of silly but like listening to this i was like oh man i can see how you know maybe this influenced this genre or that genre like there's so many different elements here like i heard a little bit of punk in some songs like uh some funk <laughs> yeah um some songs made me think wow i could see this being like a basis for some ska bands like i'm sure they drew upon these guys pretty heavily which is kind of funny um but yeah that's that's kind of my uh initial impression slash tie-in with this band cool is it pronounced ecstasy like the drug or is it xtc xtc got it okay um, I forget why they named themselves that. I don't think they were that big into drugs. Um, Was maybe... ecstasy even a thing in 79? It's a good question. They uh, still called it ecstasy in 79. Yeah. It's a long gotcha. time ago. <laughs> well, gotcha. <clears throat> well, what do y'all say we get into it? Let's do it. Let's dig All in. All right. What y'all think of the uh, opening track? I this call is what, it their biggest song, I think? Gotta be. Gotta be, right? Graham, am I right in saying that? It's definitely... The um, most famous? Probably. Like, there are a couple, like, Senses Working Overtime's a big one. Dear God's is, a big one. This is Making Plans for Nigel, by the way. Y- yes. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mayor of Simpleton's a hit, but yeah, I mean, I'm on, according to Spotify, this one has the lead by a good bit. Gets played on the radio quite a bit too. Yes, that's where I heard it first time. I'm gonna sound like a broken record, so I'm just gonna get this out of the way right now. Um, the bass on this album is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, uh, couldn't agree the, more. The tone, the riffs. This bass player, man, I I just jived with his style big time. That was the first thing I noticed on this track. Just bomb bass. I'm, I'm uh, glad glad to hear that. Colin Molding is the uh, bassist. He also sings this song. Really? Yeah, and wrote it. Like, uh, there are Colin songs, and then there are Andy songs. Um, sometimes their voices can sound kind of similar, but um, you can tell them apart after a while. This is uh, Colin. He usually okay. wrote the, 
he usually wrote the songs that ended up being their bigger hits. Mm-hmm. Even though Andy is kind of the front man, um, writes most of the songs. Gotcha. As yeah. a uh, casual listener of this, would I be completely far off in saying that it, it kind of reminded me of, vocally, kind of reminded me of Talking Heads? I, I had David Byrne written all over my notes. Yeah. So I, I'm right there with you. Cool. That's a band that, yeah, I think belongs on the same playlist as XTC. No doubt. So they're, they're contemporaries. Yeah, it's funny. I think they were kind of happening right at the same time, and I don't know if one... Yeah, yeah. Like the phrasing and note choices. I'm like this. You know this. I wouldn't expect it from this. Yeah, which is which is a great thing. I I love that about it. And we'll get into that later because there's not a whole lot of it on this one, but in some tracks to come, definitely. Um, I really like that guitar painting in the beginning too. That's pretty cool. Same. Oh yeah, very cool. This it's song, catchy. It is. It is. It's a this catchy. Song. It's a catchy song. <laughs> yeah, I could see why this would be very popular for them. <clears throat> no doubt. I'm sorry, Graham. I cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. I I do that a lot on the Discord. Um, but I was gonna say I've heard this song a bunch of times, and it's it's kind of worn off a little bit for me, but. <laughs> still appreciate it it's such an odd song like that drum rhythm is so kind of there's a documentary about them and i think they're talking about how the the drum beat is kind of meant to be like it sounds backwards almost like Mm. it kind of starts on like the floor tom and goes the other way around gotcha something starts at the end (laughs) yeah like um I'm not a drummer, of course, but uh, I don't know. J- just kind of a bizarre, bizarre beat to follow and learn, I'm sure. And the guitar riff, very simple, but strange. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a solid opener. I mean, clearly every other person ever thought so, too. <laughs> it's right. been very popular for them. <clears throat> yeah. So thumbs yeah. up from both you guys. Yeah, for sure. Start. For sure. Oh yeah. Cool. Right in the helicopter. Quite yes. a quite a change of pace. Uh, <laughs> I mean, making plans for Nigel is like at its heart, it's kind of a sad song. It's kind of it's like it's a uh, it's all and these are things that come up a bit more on other songs on the album, but it's like. It's just kind of like the aimlessness of a uh, modern life and like not sure how to embrace the future. Like it's, I mean, making plans is kind of like a deep opener and helicopter, which I really like. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, it's super, it's, it's goofy and there's some sexual innuendo or some 
drug references. Like it's a, it's a fun, like kind of goofier sounding song. It is so goofy. Yeah. yeah. I I love the swing to it though. Me too. <laughs> I love the chorus. Right. <laughs> Dude, Gota, and it's Gota. <laughs> it's it's so tight and crisp too. Yeah. Like I yeah, really it's... like I mean just the recording of this album in general, I think sounds really good. Yeah. Y'all yeah. were right in the opener saying how it, it it still sounds really good. Like it's held up. Hell yeah. Yeah, they they were big on that, like having a good sound, you know, you can the drum beat is very like prominent. Um it's just so crisp, you know? All the yeah. symbol work is so crisp. Yeah. Just so yeah. tight. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it. And this album, um, sorry, I'd say it's a step up from like their previous two. Those were a little more low budget, I guess. Um, like, but go, you, go ahead. No, I was going to say, just kind of piggybacking on that, you said this is the first album where they kind of come into their own. Yeah, like, uh, I think their songs were getting a little more complex. Like their their first two to me are I mean there are actually a lot of songs like Helicopter where it's it's super high energy um kind of a punk feel um but maybe the early ones don't like display their like melodies as well. Gotcha. Like they, they were kind of coming into their own as songwriters, and they they would progress to uh, be not so, I guess, not quite so like um, abrasive, because they've got some kind of jarring. Eh, I, I don't know though that that's kind of a, a constant theme throughout their career. So. So I don't know what I'm I'm talking about, really. <laughs> You're a fan, man. You get to <laughs> where am I? Speak your mind. It's your episode. You're I'm good. a fan, but there are there are bigger fans out there that there always are. Don't feel bad. Impossible. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we will find them and hear from them. <laughs> the guitar riff on helicopter is so like funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some nice like channel separation too this is the first song where i was like ah there's two guitar players okay oh yeah 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 i really like that though like everything is placed you know it it sounds big i like that yeah good good sound space and the helicopter sound effect at the end sounds cool it does i mean yeah it does lesser musicians i mean a lot of this stuff would be cheesy or just it, it, it would feel real tacked on i mean it it's all that this is a this is this is like a really good song <laughs> it's just a song yeah. about helicopters like this is this is a well put together piece of music and it just i mean it sounds like something that would be left on weird owls cutting room floor i mean it's just it's a, <laughs> in terms of the, like the lyrical content it's really it's really cool I mean, I think they pull it off really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just great energy. Shout out to Weird Al. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, Always. <laughs> Do y'all have anything else to add on that one? No, I'm good to move on to day in, day out. Yeah, I'm this, good. 
This might have been my favorite song. It's a great, great song for a whole host of reasons. Why? Why do you think so, dude? I, <clears throat> I kind of expected this album to sound like the first two songs. Um, not that they're all that similar, but that's kind of the spectrum I expected. And this yeah. was just like you kind of get your first bit of like dissonance from the guitar riff and I was like, "Hmm, okay, there's that kind of odd progressiveness." <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, awesome bass, awesome groove, a lot darker, a lot darker sounding musically in my opinion. Um agreed. A little bit of funk too, which I really liked. And mm-hmm. the the guitar solo is just so uncomfortable that it's <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I don't know, man. This this song just rubbed me in all the right places. <laughs> Look at that, gross. Yeah. No, no, it's good. I'm Ew. I'm I'm glad you dug this one. Hot and bothered, man. I I really liked it. <laughs> I could definitely see you uh, you digging this one. I could take an album of this song. Mm-hmm. Do they have any? <laughs> any albums of this song? Well, like more in this style. Um, you know, that's a good question. I, I would have to, I would have to think about it. But I would listen to Black Sea and English Settlement. Okay, for sure. If you, if you dig that, uh, maybe after the show I can cherry pick some <laughs> some songs that sound like day in day out what y'all think of this one i love this song um i feel like it uh that opening beat at the beginning um it had a real it was it was really really simple but i, I, lo- I loved the guitar medley after the first stanza and also i mean it's it's fitting that it starts in that in that place because I mean, thematically, like this, this song is about like monotony and how like bland modern life can be, and how it's like. I mean, the narrator of the song is is a guy who's clearly like just stuck in the rut completely, and is just like a, a prisoner of his own like comfortable routine. I mean, it's a really this one stuck with me. Like, I had to like stop the album at one point because I was keeping like I, just, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like this, this yeah. song really hit me. Like deep down and i i don't know i i kind of uh i don't listen to a ton of new wave uh this is probably not the the genre that i you know drift to organically but i i love this song and i i I stand with travis on needing a whole album of stuff like this i would absolutely (laughs) uh pay and listen to that I think it's I think it's just beautifully done and it's really uh it's a it's in there it's to their credit that they can uh, they can do stuff like that, and this will come up in later songs. They're like they can take like agitating sounds or more irritating noises and put to them really like effective use that that gels with the the sound of, that they're they're going for, and it, it's just it's really really impressive. I'm probably making it sound way easier than it is, but uh, I I fuck with it, man. Day in day out, <laughs> I call that a, that's a ten out of ten song for me. Dude, I, I agree, man. Absolute banger. Yep. Sweet. Um this is this is probably up there for me as well. I I didn't quite make like a top three or anything. 
one one thing I love about this song is when that first bass note comes in. It's so mm-hmm. like, boom. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, this is a uh, this is a Colin song. That's him singing. Is this our first Colin song? No, because Nigel was also Colin. Oh, Hel- right. okay. the helicopter was Andy. Okay. I think I think they switch off for a good while. I don't know if it's every song. Every other song is like, you know, Andy Colin, Andy Colin. Uh but uh but yeah, Colin was writing some good ones for sure. Uh um, I'm looking at the uh the release and it looks like, yeah, you're right. For the first like six tracks, <clears throat> it, it goes every other. And then mm-hmm. on the uh, second side, I guess you could call it, it's mostly Andy, with the exception being that is the way. Okay, okay. Yep. I feel like that is the way has a little similarity to day in, day out. And I'm just realizing I listen to two bonus songs, so. <laughs> um, yeah, great song. Yeah, solid. <laughs> What y'all think about uh, track four? When you're near me, I have difficulty. <laughs> I love I'll... the way Andy sang the song. Uh, th- it's all like kind of stilted and like a like a guy out of breath. I mean, it it sounds like someone who's just an awkward, love struck ditz. And I I thought he did, still sounded good. Still, <laughs> still has a really cool voice that gels with this music. But I I liked that effect to it. That's what that's what uh that's what I was feeling listening to this song. Yeah, I get roasted, but this is the song that made me think, man, I could see how this might have affected or influenced a lot of ska bands. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I know what you mean, like that that rhythm and that energy. Yeah, it's there's just something about the guitar and like the, <laughs> the strumming pattern. It's just very similar. Almost honky tonk there at the opener, but donk donk. Yeah, man, <laughs> it just goes into that upbeat jam. I mean, shout out to Terry Chambers, who was the drummer on this album. I mean, the beat, and this applies to a lot of the other songs. The beats on these tracks are so like they're so weird. <laughs> it's such a such like unorthodox, unorthodox tempos, and he's just he's killing it on air. That's yeah. a good point. I, I've like, never, I've never heard of him either, and I feel like an idiot. But he's he's amazing <laughs> on this album. There's, there's not an instrument in this band that is just there. No. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Like it's oh, easy yeah. to like listen to a song and be like, "Wow, that bass line was really good," or like, "Oh, that guitar was sick." But it's like everything is so distinctive on yes. pretty much every song, which I think is great. It I is. love that. That too. Yep. Yep. Part part of what makes them so interesting, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I cool song. Liked all the the different changes throughout. Yeah, the XTC. I feel like the Andy songs in particular. There's always like a super unexpected bridge. Mm-hmm. Song just goes that. to a totally different place, and there's a cool one in here. It's it's brief, but. Um, I don't know. It's it's just really nice. Like I, I think, I think it's 
definitely music for people that uh, kind of want to be surprised. Yeah. Like it, it's not, it's not like, you know, King Crimson or yes or something, <laughs> which is why I think like prog pop is kind of a good descriptor. Like it's yeah. very, very like digestible, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it's uh, still interesting enough to, to keep you intrigued. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, it could have, you know, hurt their success a little bit that they didn't just write super hooky catchy stuff like there always has to be kind of some dissonance or some some ugliness yeah i feel like that's what builds a cult following for a band though you know it's like oh yeah because <laughs> i i would say these guys definitely have one i've yes. i've seen their name many times floating around the internet and uh seems like their fans are quite devout and fanatical. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Understandable. Yep. Yep. Um what y'all think about Ten Feet Tall? There are so many uh catchy guitar riffs on this album and the the acoustic ones in here are no exceptions. Uh I, I, I thought it was a really nice groove. Uh kinda had like a surf rock sound, particularly during the uh the electric uh, solo. Just a real Real plucky high notes that just kind of aired out. I, I I I thought it was a pretty cool song. I know what you mean about the surf thing, like the guitar tone. Yeah, a little twang to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of echoey. That's, that's funny you say that because I I made a Beach Boys note later on. Oh, nice. oh yeah, nice. I wonder. I I would imagine it's probably somewhat of an influence. I, I clearly underrate that band because, like, so many groups cite them as a major influence and love. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Head sounds. It, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Wilson, <clears throat> the the main guy is it is it Brian, Brian. Wilson? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah, they, they just can't. I mean, they talk about him like he's flipping Mozart. So clearly, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, I've heard enough to you know count it as true, honestly. <laughs> Yep, I've I've heard you know interviews with Andy and a lot of the stuff you'd expect was an influence, including mm -hmm. Be Beach Boys, Beatles. Um, yeah, so you're you're spot on with that. Was it the you think the vocal harmonies kind of sounded Beach Boys? Yes, for me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, this song I liked. It didn't. Uh... I can't, I know I, I can't gush about it like I have some of these earlier ones, but I, I I'm with you. I like it. Mm -hmm. I was about to say I feel like you're about to take the words out of my mouth. Continue. <sighs> um, well, it's it's just a little sleepy or something like. Dude, <laughs> <sighs> I loved how it opened up. It had lots of promise, and then it didn't go anywhere. But I didn't dislike <laughs> it. You know, yeah. I still enjoyed it, but it's like I felt like it teed me up for something that I was going to love like as much as day in, day out. And then it kind of trolled me and didn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. That Which intro, is okay. Which is okay. That intro is so weird. It's <laughs> it, it like kind of has like a false start almost. And then 
goes which you, you don't expect. It hooked me, and then yeah, we just kind of chilled. It's it's kind of a, a boring course, I guess. Yeah, I still enjoyed it though. I mean, don't get me wrong, still still liked it. Yeah, yeah, I'm thumbs up so far on everything. It's kind of how I felt about Rhodes Girdle the Globe too. Hell yeah! I, I awesome baseline, of course they all are. But I wasn't a huge fan, but it was not bad by any means. Like I still liked it, I just didn't love it. Um. This one goes hard at the beginning. Yeah. Like, it yeah. kind of starts off kind of mellow, and then there's, like, that big, like, crashing gu- guitar chord. I don't know. The backing vocals in this one kind of creeped me out. That was the that was the big uh, standpoint for me on this one. Oh, the kind of... <laughs> like, the chanting, almost, you could hear uh, going on behind. I Is this... Is this a Colin song or this is Andy? This is Andy. This is Andy. Okay. Okay. If there's somebody screaming, it's Andy. Okay, then yeah, that would be. Yep, that is definitely uh, Rhodes girdle the globe. <laughs> a lot bring... of alliteration in some of the in some of the songs. Yeah. Great title. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll bring this up again, but I feel like. Every uh, song that Andy sings, like he's not necessarily like the nicest singer to listen to, but he he goes all out. Like <laughs> he leaves he it all on the floor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you can tell he's he's given a hundred and ten percent. No doubt. I respect that. No same. I'm trying to remember what line he repeats. Oh, steer me, Anna. He's like screaming it. <laughs> I wondered what that is. That is that a reference to something or like just? I don't know, man. I I don't know what this song's about. I didn't really. I think that's cool though. I, I this sure. is like this. You know, I'm I'm good with a little mystique to my, my little prog pop group. Maybe like a, a critique of like industrialism. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of that on here, so I can sure I can see that. Um, speaking of Andy, I don't know if y'all read any backstory on XTC. Did you? I did not. I did not. Well, I'll just give you a brief um, thing about him. They stopped touring um, a few years later. Um, Oh gosh, when was it? But I, I want to say like early '80s or mid '80s. But like a Beatles deal? Well, not really. <laughs> he he basically freaked out on stage. Um, he was he was having withdrawals because he took. Um, gosh, it was some kind of um, anxiety medication or antidepressant. Like I want to say like Prozac or something. Oh man! But I, I think he was like you know addicted to it, and um, I think the story goes like his girlfriend or his wife just like flushed him all down the toilet because he was kind of like almost like losing his mind. Like they they go into it on the documentary, but what's weird is like you see him as a performer and he's just like so uh, 
like fearless. And if you see him in interviews, he's super goofy and over the top. But um, rumor has it, like at this show, he got stage fright. He left because he was freaking out. And then, like, they were done. So they, they just did stuff in the studio. Um, made a couple of uh, appearances, I think. Like, they played on Letterman in, like, the 90s. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting story. I'd, I'd recommend... Uh, I'm definitely watching this doc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need the name of that from you. I'm trying to remember the name, actually. Uh, uh, what is it? Oh, it's This Is Pop, I think. Another good name. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I think that was like on their first album, a song. Huh? Um, okay. I'm checking that out for sure. Yeah, highly recommend. You want to talk about real by real? I was going to say, I think to your point about anxiety, I think I read something about this song being about his anxiety towards like, I don't know, some kind of surveillance or something. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot lot about privacy. Right. I love the guitar riff in this and super sick bass. Oh, yeah. This is probably the coolest guitar solo on the album, too. Yeah, Dave, it was Dave Gregory, really. That plucky little uh, guitar thing there after the bridge. Well, it he gets it's whatever. Whenever the solo is, he's he's got some quick, uh, some fast licks. I don't know. Um, I like this song though. Yeah, it's a uh, way. Way different tonally from the from the previous one, but I mean, I I, I believe Travis and the you know, reading it is like a critique of like <laughs> privacy rights or something. Yep, it's a layered group, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like the social commentary. They sure do. Sometimes subtle, other times not as much. <laughs> yep, they can film you in bed or when you take a bath. <laughs> I guess that's what the real in the title because it's like the it's real R-E-A and then real like a film reel I guess is that what it's referring to like cameras in your home or something Uh okay yeah I think that must be how the title was intended to be written because on Spotify it's just R-E-E-L by the same thing I think that's wrong yeah Uh it loses the joke it really does not a great joke, admittedly, but uh, they, they made the effort, so it should be respected. <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy about the song. Um, I think it's a super cool guitar solo. Um, That's about dis- all I've got. Don't dislike it by any means. I don't think I would say that of any song on this album, really. Right. I'd agree. I didn't, uh, I- I'll just spoil it now. I don't have anything on here that I didn't like. Same. I'm glad to hear it. Even the bonus tracks, if y'all didn't uh, make it to those. <laughs> what was it called, by the way? I'm... <laughs> uh, Chain of Command and Limelight. Oh, I listened to those too. Yeah, those are apparently bonus tracks. Ah, dang. Well. Which okay. I'm happy to briefly discuss once we get there, if y'all yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Stefan, did you listen to those? I did not, but two out of three, so we got we to gotta talk about them. Oh, okay. We'll fill you in. 
Sounds good. Okay. How about uh, me and <laughs> that bass drop at the start, man? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hard some synth, yeah. <laughs> Love mm. the opening of this song. Sick riffs. Yes. Nasty yeah. chords too. <laughs> yeah. Really nasty. And I, I got faked out by that gong. I was like, "Oh, the song's over." No, it's not. <laughs> like a minute out from the end. <laughs> Thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. They did. A, they did. A, they, they cranked up the synth a little bit in this song too. There were some spacey sound effects flying around that they. This is very. This is a very proggy song. <laughs> I had that was my descriptor for it. Yeah, in a good way. I thought it was cool. I I enjoy millions. Yeah, this one's cool. It it got some uh, Eastern influence, I'd say. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm trying to remember the gong part. For some reason, I'm I'm forgetting. But just I want to gong. Yeah. Just, um. It's not a repetitive <laughs> thing. It's it's a one hit. Just sort of punched it in there. One hit goosh. Yeah, you don't want to overuse the gong. No. 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 <laughs> it can get a little stale, I guess. <laughs> um, yep, super dissonant guitar parts. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend the Andy Partridge guitar lesson. It's out there on YouTube. <sighs> but he's super entertaining just to listen to, but... You also get a sense for like how much of a play by ear guy he is because he's kind of, he's just got a good sense of the instrument. And he's like, I don't really know what this chord's called, but it sounds cool. So he's he's that kind of guy. Nice. Which I think can produce some interesting results. Mm -hmm. This, this song's not a favorite of mine, but. It's definitely got its moments. Millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd y'all think? Thumbs up? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Everything's mm-hmm. a thumbs up on here. Oh, it was yeah. cool. Sorry. Spoiler alert. I know. It's good. It's Might as well. Save us yeah. time. Yeah. With, with that being said, That Is The <laughs> Way was an okay track. I'm going to tip it on the side of yes, but yeah. I didn't love it. Get a little horn here, too. That oh. might have been the saving grace for me too. <laughs> that was the that was the five point one component right there. <laughs> no, I, the drums I thought sounded really nice in this song. Like that distinctly stood out to me for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they sound good throughout, but they really did here. Yeah, the the intro of the song is a little bit annoying. Like, mm-hmm. do this, do that. I guess that's that's kind of the point is to like convey oh yeah the definitely monotony. I, I yeah it's uh it's absolutely intentional like mm-hmm. all of the that that really that was a real like uh come to Jesus moment for me listening to this album like it, it happened probably around this time a little over the halfway point where it's like mm-hmm. you know, when they're given their uh the, the subtext of all these songs like a lot a lot of these sounds are supposed to be grating it's supposed to be irritating at times supposed to even get monotonous i think so i i i I think it works i i think they definitely stick uh that they pull it off but i i totally sympathize with people who are kind of put off by this 
the sound. It's it's not for everybody. Sure, sure. Well said. Fun jam. This is the way that is, that is the way. Excuse me. Uh, I, thought the I thought the chorus was uh, really cool, uh, lyrically, musically. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Awesome, awesome. This is another Colin song, by the way. Of course. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about outside world. Oh yeah. Graham, you're the fan on this show. Um, how do you feel about Outside World? This is one I, I feel like I only uh, discovered like in the last couple of years. Great riff, just total insanity. Um, just great energy. Um, Andy just with a crazy, crazy vocal delivery. Weird lyrics. Um, I think this one's a blast. I'm happy. You, I'm really happy you said. I love this song. Yeah. I think. I think it's fantastic. I could totally see a lot of the hardcore uh, XTC fans hating it, though. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's yeah. not true. It just wouldn't surprise me if this was a more polarizing uh, track for the for the fan base. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on uh, what they're into, but. Yeah, it's definitely kind of the more punk and silly side of them. Yeah. Yeah. Travis? Travis. I thought it was solid. Um, Two things on this song. One, I don't know where, but I'm pretty sure I've heard this song before. Like this in the intro track are the only two songs that I think I'd heard off this but yeah this song sounded really familiar to me i don't know why but i swear i've heard it at some Dang. point in time um also graham um mm-hmm. i got a lot of elvis costello vibes here yeah could uh, you're a fan of his yeah w- was he pretty heavily influenced by these guys not that I know of. I, I think it's it's similar to the Talking Heads deal where they're definitely contemporaries. Maybe they were kind of all like pulling from some of the same sources. Mm-hmm. I mean, that they all kind of belong in that loose term new wave, I would say. Okay. Because, you know, this is late 70s. You're getting kind of the end of prog rock. You know, the wall came out and... Right, got Boston and Kansas and stuff, and like Boston. There was something that was like the (laughs) antithesis of that, you know, shorter songs, um, a little more dissonant, a little more. uh, Maybe the lyrics were a little more uh, thoughtful. (laughs) But uh, anyway, yeah, I I can totally see um, some similarities between XCC and Elvis. So I, I was just looking at his discography because these guys, XTC, they're what early seventies was their first album. Um, their first one came out seventy eight. Really? Okay. And Costello is seventy seven. Okay. Gotcha. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No. I uh, back to the track. I. I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah. There's a moment at the end where they, 
there's like another guitar line that kind of harmonizes with the original riff. I just love that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if y'all picked up on it, but um, I I definitely did. I was so surprised uh, by this song. Uh, these this and frankly, like that is the way is pretty uh pretty fast paced. Like the, the this little two song almost interlude on here was. Just, I, I was kind of knocked back by these, <laughs> so I, I definitely need to go and uh, re-listen to them all the way through. Mm -hmm. I listened to this a bunch preparing for this, just because I, I enjoyed it so much. You know, <laughs> I, I can see why. It's great. <laughs> Absolutely. What y'all think of a uh, Skizzer man? Mm. Laughed my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dynamics. Yeah. Song. Yeah. Primus uh, did a cover of this. Oh, really? That's yes. perfect. Got it. How does it? That. How does it stack up? Um, from what I remember, I enjoyed it. Like, I have to they, check that out. They do a solid, solid job. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool that Primus was influenced by XTC. I don't. I don't know if people realize it, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Had to bust, <laughs> man. Yeah, I need some water. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's cool, though. Yeah, I feel like if, if you're getting covered by Primus, you've, you've succeeded. Agreed. Can you all hear me? That's oh uh, yeah. We we can now. Loud okay. clear. Sorry. Was silent. Started was calling like, me. Oh no. And I cursed. <laughs> I was like, man, I guess nobody agrees with me. No, you're good. I I really don't have much to add on Scissor Man though. Yeah, me me neither. Did uh, you like it? I I don't think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hundred yeah. percent. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It's. Totally over the top, Andy. Funny song. Very different from uh, last in the official listing, uh, not counting the bonus tracks. Uh, so, so different from Complicated Game. Constipated Game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a little... Uh, the, the, uh, the subject matter um, discussed in this song... Uh, it's a little heavy-handed, I thought. A little bit of a, you know, I'm 16 and this is deep energy to it. But I mean, it, it is it is really cool, like musically Oof. and like the like vocally. Uh, I, I think that the got the, like the angry, the the angrier, like heavier vocals. Like I I do think it sounds cool, and I, I I'd still say it's a. I think it's a fitting uh, finale for this album. Oh, yeah? Well, I loved this song. Let's hear it. <laughs> Tell me why. I just enjoyed it. I, I really like the chorus, too. I don't know. It was just an enjoyable listen, in my opinion. This song, huh? I was very curious to hear y'all's take on it. I, I kind of felt like, Travis, I felt like you would dig it. Oh, yeah, of course. It, what? It, was, it was a grower, for sure. It definitely grew on me. Surprisingly heavy, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You really get the vocal power. Like, yeah. I, I agree with Stefan that, yeah, lyrically, it's a little, like, 
You know, they, they're we, they're we more subtle and and more uh more artistic lyrically than what we hear in this this song. But yeah. it, I mean, there's still like it's not enough for me to poo poo the track. So it's sure. it, it's cool. And I'd say that he definitely progressed a lot as a lyricist as they went on. Like mm-hmm. some would say, they just kept getting better and better as a band over. But uh, you know, I, I don't know how old they were at this point. You know, early twenties. Um, but I think he sings it convincingly. Yes. He seems upset yes. about something. Absolutely. To tell you the truth, I didn't pay a lick of attention to the vocals. <laughs> like what was being said. I, I didn't write oh, yeah, the subject I, matter. Yeah, I, I checked that out because I was really struck by how angry it sounded when I did the when I went back through it the second time. Right. Uh and yeah, I just wanted to check out some of the lyrics and reading it. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, okay, I, I, I see. It's just hard for me with a band, especially one like this, for me to listen to what is being said at all. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, if it's if it's a Regina Specter type deal, yes, I'm you know I'm paying attention to what's being said. But with this, where everybody is doing something that is quite impressive, it's so hard for me to. Just stack that onto it. Yeah. No, no, that's that's more than fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm reading the lyrics now, and I I get what you're saying, but yeah, you know, they're they're just kind of there. Yeah. 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 They don't distract or uh, detract from the the quality, really. I mean, it's just 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 a note I had. That's it. Mm-hmm. I think this would have been a strong closer. Didn't realize it was supposed to be, but now that I do, <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's really funny that the song that follows, I guess, was the opening track on the U.S. Oh, that's launch right. of this, which they okay. wanted. They wanted it to be a you know a, a charting hit. I think right. It, Solid. I think it it caught on. Like yeah. it was a popular song for them. I, I love this one. Yeah. Solid, thick, and tight. <laughs> Yeah. Well, one more thing. Uh, the guitar solo on Complicated Game is sweet. Sorry. I'm pretty sure that's that's Andy just doing crazy, weird, dissonant guitar stuff, but really enjoy that. Yes. Agreed. But back to the hop. The hip to the hop. <laughs> the bass line on this is really cool. I, lo- I love the intro. They always have really good intros, XTC. Yes, they do. Great hooks, this band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is some, some fat bass. Yes. Very, very thick. This is, um, uh, this is what you listen to on your way to the club. <laughs> L-O-L. <laughs> um... <laughs> Stefan, you didn't catch either of these next two? I did not, but please keep going. Well, you missed horns on Chain of Command. Damn it! Yep. And some heavy punk vibes. Dude, it it might have been a Ramon song, man. I don't know. Dude, I was going to say it reminds me of them. I know. I I was thinking that, and I was like, I'm not going to say that, (laughs) because I'm probably far off in thinking that, but... I'm going to say it. It was a fun track, dude. Cool intro. It, I, I had fun with it. 
Yeah, very punk feel to it. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. What happened there? Just blast it out. Sorry about that. No, you're good. I couldn't wait any longer. I had to hear something. (laughs) Eating fish? No, not yet. (laughs) It's in the fridge. (laughs) Good call. Graham, what'd you think about the uh, the rush cover <laughs> to close it out? That's yeah, I can't think of anything but the rush song when I see a song <laughs> limelight. I know. I, I thought for a second, I was like, what is this? This How is cool. the one that I was like, oh, I, I'm kind of getting some Beach Boys out of it. Really? Song is a close to this album too, which is really funny. I like it. it, Yeah, it reminds me of Devo. Yeah, I could see that for sure. That's a band that I've not dived all that deep into that I feel like I should. I think you'd enjoy uh, parts of of their uh, their work. Yeah, I thought I maybe put one of their albums on our list. We should we should do them. Yeah, I'm all for doing more uh, new wave. Yeah, me too. I don't I don't get into this genre uh, that much, so that'll that that'd be good. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, Stefan, what do you think of uh, this album? Oh, I mean, I liked everything on here. Um, even though I'm not sure who or when I'll be able to recommend this album to someone, but uh, I I think this is a no-brainer, uh, eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be uh, revisiting it, and uh, a, a, a few songs that I would definitely uh, pick out to listen. But honestly, I I would I hope when I go back to this, I, I play the whole album again. It, it really was uh, it it all meshes and gels really really well together nothing uh there's a lot in here a lot of layers to these songs but nothing really feels out of place so uh yeah gotta gotta score pretty high for that so yeah yeah awesome sweet yeah i think i'd give it a uh seven and seven eighths um no i'm i'm between seven five and eight but i'm gonna i'm gonna go on the side of eight. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was great. Definitely different than what I expected in a good way. A lot more interesting than I expected. Um, it would be tough to recommend. I don't know who I'd recommend it to. I mean, that's not to say that it's not good. It's just, it's very unique, you know? And it just oh, yeah. so happened to uh, hit right with us. So... Sometimes that happens. But yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'm very glad I listened to it. I, I enjoyed it. Damn. It's, a, it's a thumbs up for me. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad you guys liked it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the hell was that? <laughs> got a microwave. <laughs> yeah, when I picked it, I was like, oh, I've got to find the perfect XCC album to like introduce somebody um, to them. And I, I felt like this was probably a good call. I would agree. Um, Same. Felt I'm, like I was 
produced properly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Um, I'm going to give it an eight, like a solid eight. Nice. Um, and I think, you know, it's a weird album for me because I really, really enjoy it clearly, but there are a bunch of songs where I kind of, uh, you know, I, I don't just like love them. I don't just jump out of my seat. Like I felt like there was a stretch in the middle there where, you know, during the show I was like, uh, this one's fine or it didn't do that much for me, but they're, they're still enjoyable. The ones that are good are really good. Um, they always made very original music. Um, and yeah, as far as recommending to people, um, you know, if you like Elvis Costello, Talking Heads, um, music that's a little complex. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, and if you go further into their their albums, there's kind of something for everybody. But uh, I'm just just for fun gonna recommend this to everybody and see if anyone. <laughs> see if I like it. In, Me too. If, anyone gets back to me and, and complains i like it it's a bold <laughs> mission you're setting out on yes go buy it go go buy it get into the xtc yes well, Stefan, send us yeah. off okay well if you're still with us thank you so much for joining us today uh if you like the episode by all means uh share it around your social media platforms like the episode if you got an album you want us to cover you know drop the name in the comments and we will get right on it we are three different ones and we'll see you next time Bye.